Hello, hello. <laughs> Mayor Dave. Good day, Mr. Oh. Matt. Good to see you, buddy. It's Welcome. Good to see you, too. Welcome to the studio for another episode of American Dudocracy. We just fired up some uh, amazing tabox. Yeah, some tabac cigars uh, by Drew Estates. Drew Estates, yep. That's uh, dang, it's my new favorite, I believe. There's a chocolatey. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, not too, uh, proud to admit i'm not much of a man cigar smoker i like these uh mellow <laughs> mellow flavors man these are clean, clean yeah these it's kind of like me i'm not much of a man because i'm still drinking moscato every once in a while so <laughs> i haven't graduated yet that's right i still put cream in my coffee once in a while that's <laughs> all good it's all good buddy yeah well here we go again and uh it's good to be back yeah heck yeah man it's good to see you it's mm-hmm. uh get a little chillier Winter is on its way. I think uh, hopefully we have a good winter, man. Mm-hmm. Pray for lots of uh, snow and a good snowpack for everybody. It sounds like the Mississippi River is down just to smite. <laughs> yeah, like a, quite cow. a bit, dude. Barges are getting stuck in the mud. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they're finding dead bodies in Mississippi. Have you heard anything on that yet? Uh, I actually read a little bit about that. I think they did find a couple dead bodies and a, like a 200-year-old shipwreck. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, pretty wild, Fabulous. man. Wow, crazy, right? Yeah, it's uh, you what? know, which is weird because it wasn't long ago that all that was flooding with all the rain. So True. maybe did the governmental entities let out too much water and forget to slow <laughs> it down? Weird. No, it's it's <laughs> man, it's kind of, it's it's crazy. I don't know enough about it to really talk anything substantial, but it's it's crazy that it's that low. It is. It's very odd because. Normally, here in the western Colorado, Utah area, we're always concerned about our water storage. A lot of our ponds, lakes, uh, rivers, and our waterways are way down. Snowpack's down. Lake Powell, my favorite, uh, way down. Was there here three or four weeks ago and uh, looking pretty sketchy. But hopefully, you know, they'll hold back some of that water instead of letting it over to Mead, which happens to Mead and Havistu. But uh, they're way down too. Of course, we talked a while ago about dead bodies in that place with in steel <laughs> drums. But who knows? It's all secrets going to be revealed someday. That's right. Uh, they died of natural causes, Dave. Yeah. According why to the is, mainstream why they, media, why are they crawling those barrels and putting uh, like concrete on themselves? Yeah, I don't what, that's kind of odd. Man, funerals must be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> people, people burying their loved ones in drums yeah. out there. Loved, yeah, yeah, oh loved God. ones. I love you to death. That's right. Uh, you know, had nothing to do with COVID or or, or the vaccine or anything like that. That's a different kind of a sickness there. I think it's called yeah. uh, uh, the mafia mobile, yeah. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I won't say too much. I might end up in a barrel yeah, in the mud. It's not messing with Sasquatch. It's messing with Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Joining Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa, mm-hmm. which is that's an interesting uh you know, I wonder nowadays, like, does Jim, how many people know what Jimmy Hoffa like was like, that was one of the, the largest unsolved body mysteries, like growing up. I remember here, I mean, you heard about it quite a bit, mm-hmm. Yeah, which was wild, wild That's because, a- uh, that was before the internet internet. What is that? You know, 
yeah, the, as well, there's quite a few things. So we're going to date ourselves a little bit here today. Uh oh. Talking about uh, life, maybe before the internet and also life before cell phones. And remember when one household had one phone with a cord and it hung on the wall and the entire family used the phone for just talking on? Mm hmm. Remember that? I sure do. You know, I remember my sister being on it for hours uh, with a very long cord, having the den, it, it would go underneath the door. She'd have that den door closed. And of course, my brother and I never went up and put our ears <laughs> to that door. <laughs> never maybe picked up the other line. Yeah. What are you talking about? Get off the phone. Hang up. <laughs> Pretty wild. No, it? that never happened. But yeah, I do. I sure do. It was uh, not that long ago, really. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I can still I can still tell you the phone number to my uh, the house that I grew up in. Mm hmm. And we had two, actually. We had the one, and then we moved, and we got a different phone number. And I remember both of those phone numbers no to this kidding. very day. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question here going back. Did you have a four-digit phone number to start with or a seven? Seven. Mm-hmm. Seven. We, um, so, growing up in Vernal, Utah, uh, I remember when the entire state of Utah was, the area code was 801. For the whole state of Utah, because the population wasn't big enough yet, right? And then as the population grew, they cut off certain areas. And then where I live, the area code became 435 instead of 801 for a phone number. I remember that. Sorry, not an area code, but a phone code, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, <clears throat> so we had uh, seven digits, you know, Our, ours all started in, in Vernal. They all started with 789 yeah. or 781. And I remember we had a 781 number, which was for years and years. And then when we got our new number, it was a 781 as well. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, 781-2102. Well, you know what's odd is, uh, so I'm probably three years older than you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. Yeah, yeah. Dang it. Damn man. you. Damn it. Don't look at me like that. It's okay, so, Dave. I identify um, as. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As a youngster, <laughs> anyway, that we had growing up, we had four numbers. That's it. And I'm not going to give you those numbers, but it, I I specifically remember dialing in town. This is in a small town here in Western Colorado, but you dial four numbers. And if you called the town next to you, you had to use the the seven numbers to get to it. Ah, so finally, they added the the three digit in front of that, and then eventually they added the nine seven zero. Yeah, and then uh, I don't remember when Denver went to three hundred three, but now there's all kinds of Western Colorado and Denver numbers, and it's it's really blown up. It's crazy to think, uh, you know, that again that wasn't that long ago. You had one phone in the house, yeah. So when you were calling, you know, your buddy's house or whatever anyone or any everyone on that end line could pick up so you had one it, it was a different lesson in communication skills the phone someone would answer hello this is whatever residence hi this is matt i'm calling to see if so and so is there can i speak to them please like you had to like specifically ask it wasn't just send a text or a mm -hmm. TikTok or mm -hmm. a, a, you know call an individual cell phones and they get back to you whenever it was it was a different yeah. time 
Good morning, Mr. Jones. Is Lacey there? Yeah. Hello. This please? is I'm calling to talk to. <laughs> is she available, please? Yeah. No, now it's sup. Yeah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> what? Yeah. What? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> uh, we're probably way behind the curve on what it actually is, Dave. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, yeah. Yes. Phones, man. So I, I read something the other day, and this is what kind of sprung this idea of talking about these types of things is I believe here in the not too near future, not too distant future. Sorry. Um, as those of us get older life before the internet and life before cell phones is going to be gone. They're going to be reading about it, Dave. We are, we are some of the last people <laughs> that had the, <laughs> awesome opportunity yeah. to live before the internet and before cell phones and phone booths. I mean, what's that anymore? Right. You, you see them like museums, right? Or a rotary yeah. phone. Yeah. Rotary phones. I'm dude. We had a rotary phone we and, then we, and then we got the digital or not digital, um, push but button. the push button. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what we did. And I kind of like that. It was fun kind of flipping your fingers around on those things. And you got to see how fast you could dial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so see and i never saw those uh the, the other ones with the uh what are those old oh, ones are called yeah i never had one of those either where you had the the speaker the earpiece would yes, come off, come off. Yeah. and then you'd had to speak into the wall mounted phone yes. right uh and that was i think that was quite a bit that was probably i don't know 30 or 40 years before us yeah, maybe 30s 40s somewhere in there where you had to call and actually connect to the operator mm -hmm. and the operator would connect you to so-and-so so, -and -so. so mm -hmm. then they slowly got rid of the operator and uh and then you you know started dialing homes directly <clears throat> and that's that's kind of where we came into phones it's magic yeah right and uh i got thinking about that like before all of that movie theaters right because growing up in a small town there was a movie theater and that was like a big thing to do that and roller skating for a little bit roller skating was pretty hot and heavy oh for my gosh i could see you in a headband and roller rink and dude. tight shorts and <laughs> tear well, it up, i don't man. mean i could see you in that i just <laughs> yeah it, it was those were like the two big things mm -hmm. to do for a while and <clears throat> excuse me in order to figure out what movies were playing you had mm -hmm. to call the movie theater sometimes you get a busy signal and then you just had to hang up, wait, call back, and hopefully it would ring. Mm -hmm. And then it would ring, and it was a, a voice-recorded message that everybody got. Hello, thank you for calling Blah 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 Theater. Uh, today's date is this. And in Theater One playing today is this movie, rated this. And it's playing <laughs> at this time, this time, and this time. Mm -hmm. And you had to sit on the phone. And listen to however many movies and however many show times. And inevitably, one or two times when you do that, your brother, your mom, somebody would start hollering or calling for you. And you'd miss the one you were waiting for. And you had to call back call and re-listen to the yeah. whole thing. Busy, busy signal. Yeah, you couldn't get on the internet and just check. Like, there was no internet. Yeah. So you had to call and wait and talk and... You know, before we get into the internet thing, I remember the very, very first phone call I made. <clears throat> it was actually, you know, from a cell phone. It was one of those uh, battery packs. And a it bag was, phone. A, a bag phone. That's it. And I remember my first bag phone. But anyway, um, I was coming back from Denver from a, 
I think I was doing, uh, it was like a youth retreat or something for the church and, uh, in your horse and carriage and <laughs> <laughs> giddy up boy with my wooden teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. About fell out That's right now. That's probably how we sound to a lot of people yeah. right now. Like, That's dude, so true. holy wooden hell. Teeth. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it, uh, it was coming down I-70 and just before the Canyon, I was calling a friend and they said, Hey, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, I can hear you. He's like, guess what? I'm calling while I'm driving in a car, running down the interstate. I was so excited. That was cool. I remember the very first call. So when did cell phones actually come out? Oh, man. I don't have that off the top of my head. Like, 90s? Um, <clears throat> I, th- I think uh, they came out a bit before that, okay. but they didn't become like available to the general public mm. uh, until the 90s. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe I believe like later Late in the nineties. Yeah, later night. Okay. Um, so it's kind of a weird transition, but I, you know, if you look back through it, I want to say in the seventies, uh, they were talking about cell phones and cellular devices, and they had the big brick phone thing, uh, but it was like only uber rich people could own them. And then, you know, come the eighties, they started getting a little more, little more available. But in the nineties, I think is where it kind of turned the corner and became an actual consumer available a little more mm-hmm. available right yeah you had to prepay for your minutes and it was ex- yes extremely expensive it oh, was really crazy. pricey to have one but going back to that even uh you know before <clears throat> this is in the la la land of black and white tv is uh do you remember dick tracy at all oh yeah remember all that oh yeah anyway he's got a watch uh kind of like a watch phone he's talking into all the time Look at that. Yeah. It, it, it's uh, it's happening. Super spy. Yeah. That was so, super duper technology yeah. back then, man. And, and see this, how far it, this is how far out of the loop I am. So I'm helping out a, a buddy of mine with the uh, Highland games. And uh, of course, you know, you, now you have the tap credit cards and uh, here's a guy comes in with uh, Hey, let me just pay with my watch. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go somewhere with this later, but I mean, um, so he dips, he just flashes his watch in front of that thing and it's see you later. So, I need to borrow his watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sir, can I borrow? <laughs> yeah. What time is it? Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, in the future, there's going to come a day with an implant. You know what I'm saying? Everything's going to be scannable through your hand. Yeah. In the future, like a few uh, months ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. World talk to the World Bank, uh, German guy. I watched on the on a YouTube video here about a month ago and that's, it's happening right now. So, yeah. I believe that future's in the past already. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You are so right. Which so is crazy. Coming man. soon. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. So back before cell phones, yep. if you wanted to call another town, you had to pay long distance fees. Remember long distance fees? Sure do. So you couldn't just call like if you're, if your grandparents that's lived right. in another state, And your phone plan that you paid for at the house didn't include X amount of long distance. You could not make those calls. True. So you had to pay an extra fee to call long distance. And long distance was even town to town sometimes. And collect calls. Yeah, collect calls. Call and collect. Don't you dare call collect unless it's an emergency boy. We used to, uh, when we were out and about as younger kids, there were times where we would call the house collect from a pay phone. And when you would call collect, you dial zero, right? You get a hold of the operator and you'd be like, yes, I'd like to make a collect call. All right. Well, 
all right, what number? And you give them the number and they say, all right, after the tone, state your name. Because that way, when you made the collect call and the phone would ring at the house, whoever answered it, they would tell you, oh, you have a collect call from, and then it would play whatever mm-hmm. name you toned in. So a lot of times we'd make a collect calls and our names were, hey, mom, we're done. Can you come pick us up? Yeah. <laughs> I remember so that. the phone yeah. would ring and ring, ring. Hey, you have a collect call from, hey, mom, we're done. Come pick us up. Click. And then she would know. And and the way the world worked back then. That is so true. I forget about that. Yeah, right. We were just trusting that whoever received that collect call on the other side of the phone was either hopefully our mom or hopefully would relay the message because then you just had to wait and wait for the ride. Like there was no texting. There was no recalling. There was no any of that. Fine. Hey, where you at? How much longer till you're here? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you were just there until you got a ride. Like the world was a lot more trusting back then. Trusting is a good word. And you had to like <clears throat> communicate a little beforehand. Hey, mm-hmm. Dave, what are you doing this next Friday? Let's get together. And then you'd make a plan and by God come next Friday, it would happen. You know, I'm surprised on that, uh, how true that is. And if you if you made a plan, you stuck with it because, you know, communication is is antiquated, so to speak. I mean, it's not as good as smoke signals. You know, those, yeah, those oh, were yeah. pretty damn good, too. But <laughs> um, I'm sure that they went by those then, too. But uh, anymore, people are getting so flaky. It's like, you know, all you do is you quick text. And like I did you, with you this morning, I'm a few minutes late. You know, or whatever, trying to make an excuse of, you know, not getting my underpants on. And, you know, uh, but it's it's true. People are less reliable today and less accountable, I think, in in some fashions. And I'm not saying everybody, because there's a lot of the old timers and even some of the younger generation are catching this that, you know, when you say you're going to do something, you honor that and you get it done and you're there. But anymore, it's so easy just to brush that off. Right. And, uh you know, peace out, grandma, grandma's got a bunion. I need to go rub or something, you know, so. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't get gas in my car today, so mm-hmm. I can't make it. Mm-hmm. Even though on the other end, someone spent hours prepping dinner. Like it's, it's a weird, it's this weird dynamic that's mm-hmm. happening that there seems to be less regard for, for those things, right? Like we live in such a world where we're so connected and so like, we should be so overly communicated, but some of the basic um, respect slash boundaries are just thrown to the wind at times. It's yeah. weird, man. It doesn't make any sense too. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like, Hey man, you want to get together and do, and if you don't just like, just say no, like that, that's what? such a weird concept. <laughs> uh, no, you know, I'm good. I appreciate the offer, but no, thanks. Instead, there there are a growing percentage of people that are like, "Oh yeah, that sounds good. I'll uh, let me check my calendar and I'll I'll firm up and get back to you." And then, like up to the day before, you're like, <laughs> "Hey, dude, are you firming up?" It, it's it's weird, man. And I think that just comes from this uber connected world where we always have these bigger priorities. Like we don't. I don't know. Let me, let me see how I can, how I can explain this in my head without sounding completely idiotic here. But I think what's happening in the world today, we find less time to actually achieve the things we want to achieve as an individual. So like 
we want to get healthier. We want to do this. We want to read more books. We want to, we set these goals. We want to become more educated, better and blah, blah, blah. But we don't actually, when the alarm goes off, we don't actually get our happy asses out of bed and, and meet those goals. So then throughout the week, you're already upset that you're not doing these things that personally you want to hold yourself to. So you're not bettering your position, if you will. So then when these other things come up, you always feel like you don't have time. So you appease them like, oh yeah, let me, I should be able to do that. And then you don't do it anyway. But then on the backside, you're not actually doing the things that you yourself have committed to doing for the betterment of yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, so so the minute you hit that snooze and you you wreck your mental plan for the day, like if you set out to, I'm going to go hit the gym tomorrow, you do all your bullshit, set the alarm tomorrow morning when the alarm goes off and you're like, oh, oh I just want to sleep. So you hit snooze. The minute you hit snooze, you've now just betrayed your mental, like your mental health. Because then the rest of the week, you're you're kind of mad at yourself for not doing it. At least this is this is how I feel. So- the whole rest of the week, you're like, God, I should have got my ass out of bed. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go after work. Well, then you go to work and then something comes up and blah, 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 blah. And you miss and you're like, all right, tomorrow. And then the alarm goes off and you hit snooze. And, and, and believe me, like this morning, I'll use this morning as an example. So I went out for a little longer, longer run yesterday, longer than I've done in a while. A little stiff, a little sore, right? Cause it pushed the limits. So this morning I was like, you know what? I'm going to get up and go again today set my alarm. My alarm was set for 4.30 a.m. this morning. Dang, bro. Overachiever. Go I, ahead. I actually woke up five minutes before it, and I had that moment where I was laying in bed, and I was like, God, is it middle of the night, or is it <laughs> like maybe it's middle of the night? I might be able to sleep for a few more hours. And I rolled over, and I grabbed my phone. I looked at the time, 4.25. And I set my phone back down. I laid back on the bed. I was like, ah. Five like, minutes. And I... The inner bitch in me was like, <laughs> oh, just five more minutes. All right, go back. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, to me, waking up to an alarm, I hate it. So I woke up before it. I, I had an opportunity to get up out of bed feeling fine and not sleepy. And I did. But what I'll tell you is there is that moment. This is two years in. And there's that moment almost every day where the inner bitch is like, hey, just go back to bed. <laughs> and I'm like, no, dude. Like, you got to tell that inner voice, that comfort voice where you're laying in bed so comfy. It was like 38 degrees this morning. The wind was blowing. It was a little chilly. And I'm like, no, get your ass up, put your running shoes on, and go get after it. And I did. And I'll tell you right now, like, the second I sit up out of bed and step out of bed, I know I made the right decision, but the whole time I'm laying in bed, I'm like, I want to cry about it. And I guess what I'm trying to do is encourage people like, look, when you set that goal, just do it. Like, don't, why, why even negotiate with yourself? Like, you know, you want to do it. Just do it. You know, we, we talk, we've talked about this actually quite a bit. <coughs> we, Excuse me. We have. Yeah, you're right. And, and uh, I've shared some personal stuff with, um, you know, getting up and uh, having that phone. And instead of getting on my knees and praying like I that's my, my whole mornings, my whole mornings are are meant for half hour, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour just to meet God and ponder 
think about his his direction and his wisdom for the day. But my direct opposite of you this morning is my alarm goes off at 4.30 as well. So what, what happened to me this morning? Well, I got up at 4.15. I didn't go back to bed. I, I just got up, sat down, and started praying. And next thing I know, I'm thinking about YouTube. And so the <laughs> YouTube right? popped in my, and so I looked at my active self-protection, which is a fabulous little program on there about uh, events that happen and people getting caught in handgun battles that they weren't expecting or knife attacks or whatever. So that's fun to me, but that's not the purpose of why I get up at that time. <laughs> right. And so um, I failed this morning, but it, I'm telling you, God's dealt with me on this. No social media. It's my time. You, you, it's for us. And, uh, you know, that's when uh, we started even talking about, you know, what our topic is going to be about today. It uh, uh, there's several things that came to my mind and and uh, I'll get into the other later because it has to do with my daughter again. It's good news. So uh, but it, it's uh, it's discipline. And why do we have to have all this social media? which is absolutely, and my, my daughter and I can, uh, can kind of attest to this and others, is it's lies, it's deceit, it's wanting you to buy things, it's a presentation of things that are not real. I mean, look at all these face filters. I, sorry, but I did, you know, hear about an hour ago, I checked Facebook out just uh, because I'm on a I'm on a forum for a, kind of a business link. So it's the only reason I really even have to have it. Um, but anyway, it had to do with catfishing. And there was pictures of, you know, who they really are versus their catfish. You know what I mean? Oh, dude. Night and, <laughs> night and day. Cow. Yes. Sometimes male and female. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, is, yeah. we is all ugly. Oh, buddy. But it, it, uh, it was definitely... You know, it's pretend a lot of stuff that happens out there. People are really vying for attention. A lot of them just got to have attention. They, they post two or three times a day and it's selfies and look at me, look at my life. And you, if you know them, it's not even remotely real. That's not their life they're living. It's, you know, and that, and that's part of the reason why like life before the internet, mm -hmm. you know, growing up. You, you just didn't have that. You didn't have that as, as a distraction. Now, now what I will say, you know, to be, to be fair, even keeled here, like some of the, some of the benefits there, there are probably too many benefits to name to having the World Wide web at your fingertips, basically everywhere you go. Now it's in your pocket. Um, instant information. Oh, instant. Cause back in the day, you know, if your family could afford an Encyclopedia Britannica, you had that. That was what you had. So when you were doing a report growing up, if you if you were doing a report on baseball, you had to go to the library and check out books using the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> I do. Um, Dewey Decimal System. So, you know, it would break down where, how to find the books and you did eventually you'd go subject, nonfiction, fiction. Um, then you'd have to find the the author and the category and then it'd tell you where to find it on the shelves and you'd go out and you'd use the Dewey Decimal System and find the book. Um, but anyway, so 
researching, finding information, uh, all of that took a lot more effort and time. And if you didn't, if your family didn't have Encyclopedia Britannica's, you, you were at a huge disadvantage because it wasn't in your home. You had to leave your home to go find basic information on anything. You couldn't just Google it. There, there wasn't Google. There wasn't any of that. So that is one huge, mm. huge advantage. Like right now. Like, oh, when was the internet invented? I don't know. Give me 10 seconds. I can find out. Like yeah. that didn't happen before. So that <clears throat> that distraction wasn't there from that standpoint, like you're talking this morning. Um, but the ability to do the other things wasn't there either. So I think, you know, these things that we're talking about today, and you know, I guess my sentiment on them is, you know, I, I really life before and after these things, like we can talk about what it is, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. These things are, we have them, they're out there. So the encouragement is to remember they're a tool. They're a thing. They shouldn't be the only thing. And, and I think as we slip more into using these things as a reality, the more our reality is suffering, right? Something as simple as making a dinner plan, like we talked about, you know, it, it's people get frustrated. Friendships get lost because people are so flaky. They can't even use the word. Yeah. Answer, yep. you know, and, and some, some are flaky. Some are just, they have this inability to say no or, I, or commit or commit. Right. They just, or they don't want to go out and it's, I don't know, man, it's this weird balance. Right. And I think like you said, like social media, if I were, if you rewind the clock before social media ever came out and we were to sit down and talk about this tool, look, man, there's this tool and you'll be able to get on this screen at your home and eventually on your phone and take it with you everywhere where you can be connected with your loved ones and your family. You would hands down 99% of people would be like, that's amazing. I cannot wait. And that's kind of what it started out as. And then it morphed from that to a lifestyle to reality in a sense. And now it's trying to become virtual reality and it's, and it's causing us to lose the ability to function in reality over some things. And, and that's kind of what I wanted to highlight. Like that's to me, it's so easy. You get on whatever social media and, and there's a lot of really interesting and a lot of really funny and a mm -hmm. lot of really not so funny and a lot of really bad and crazy. And there's, there's endless possibilities of mind numbing shit. It's incredible. You know, what's interesting is I alluded to this business. Um, so in this business, there is a coach that's basically telling everybody, here's how you can increase your business on Facebook and social media. So let me get down to kind of nuts and shells and I'll, I'll get my point here. So the, the whole deal on this one is you start liking and commenting on uh, at least 10 items a day. You friend request five people you don't even know. Uh post things that are, you know, just random so that you get responses, the algorithms change. And one of my friends was doing this and it was working. I mean, 
she was saying this whole thing has flipped around. I'm hearing from people and that I've never seen before heard my ads have changed and uh, it's a whole different dynamic based off of a computerized algorithm. So let's talk a little bit about these algorithms. What are these algorithms trying to do for us or to us? Who knows? It, but it's definitely making a difference on what you're seeing, whether it's different advertising, what are they trying to sell? You know, a lifestyle, a, you know, uh, um, a presentation of something completely new to get you to buy in who, who knows, but it's, it does work. And all these are programmed, whether they're truth or not to reach your mind. And that's the problem. I think that, uh, you know, kind of some of the points that, that you are bringing up, in where we're heading. I mean, we've lost a lot of our communication skills with our neighbors and our friends. Um, we've lived, uh, you know, I know one person specifically, her whole life is on her phone and that's all she does all day long, all night long. It's on her phone, uh, has no way to really be a real person and communicating and actually working <laughs> doesn't work. Um, but it's really changed us, I believe. I, I think that, um, you know, kind of going to the end of um, kind of we'll have to circle back. But, you know, I'll oh, oh, circle back. Jen Saki. Jen Saki, circle back. Saki mama. So it, uh, you know, we need to get back to the basics, in my opinion. And all these are tools, just like the Internet, which you're saying about even, you know, Amazon and the Internet and Google you know what I really love? I love being able to do Google Maps, you know, uh, looking down on your home, where it's at, your neighborhood. Oh, dude. You zoom in, zoom out. Dude, travel and navigation oh my gosh. is unreal, mindlessly easy. And I love that. Me too. I can go anywhere. I can find you. I can go anywhere. I, I And it's, God, you can tie into your car, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like the ease of these tools is amazing. But I, without going down that trail i think it just hit me as you were talking about this and i think it's it's worth mentioning like it is literally two separate lives mm -hmm. living online and living in reality yeah and I, and what i'm seeing and this has literally just hit me as you were talking about this dave what i see is i see a, a lot of folks a growing percentage of folks now that are pouring a lot of effort into their online lives. And then they're wondering why their reality lives are kind of shitty. They're falling apart. Yeah. And it's like, well, well, you're, you really are focusing, <clears throat> you're putting your effort and your focus into this online life. And yeah, you may have 10,000 likes on a picture, but, but then when you turn and you look at your life life, like you don't know who your neighbors are. You don't, you don't know what's going on in your own community. And I think, I think that is the double-sided blade where online tools are great, right? And if you use these algorithms, they're going to try to help you grow because that particular way of using this tool exposes whatever you're doing to more people online. So that person that is utilizing that tool properly and gets more exposure online and their business is probably going to grow. I ask you if that person is online and their business is growing online, they don't need their neighbors. They don't need 
their community, they've grown online outside of that. So again, what are your goals? Mm -hmm. Which is more important to you, your online life or your reality life? Like you can't please understand that it doesn't, you can't put so much effort into your online life without putting that much, at least that much effort into your real life. And I would, I would challenge you if you find yourself in that predicament where you're like, man, my life kind of sucks. I, I ain't got this. I don't have friends. I don't blah, blah, blah. I ain't got plans and blah, this and that and the other. Look at what you're focusing on. And I, I'm, I'm going to say you're probably focusing on your online lives, your gaming, your bullshit, your not bullshit, but your gaming, your online stuff, your, your likes, your community online. And then when you click offline, you have no community behind you in real life. And that's, and that's where life actually happens. Like that's where it matters. That's where your health happens. That's where your mental health happens. That's where all of those things that you're avoiding and you're not putting any of your time and effort into are suffering. Absolutely. You know, what's crazy is I have a, this is the example I was going to bring up uh, kind of, as I spoke to earlier, you know, <clears throat> kind of going back and I'm not picking on Facebook. There's probably some good things about Facebook and so forth. I just, I really get sick of all the filters and, all of fake, a lot of, a lot of fake stuff in there. And these, some of these people are absolute, they're miserable. And yet they present themselves as being extremely happy and content and so forth. But a kind of a case in point, I remember we did kind of a podcast where I talked a little bit about my daughter and it had to do with, you know, coming from nothing and pro progressing to something and uh, making something out of yourself uh, from the depths, it, kind of the, like the David Goggins. Some of the things that she accomplished uh, through ADHD, I think it's ADD is what she has. So her son's got it. And the other day, this is this is kind of crazy. So within the last four or five days, I had a conversation with her and I said, you know, you know, what's your son going through? Because he got kicked out of a after school program for something he did. And so I said, you know, buddy, how about this? How about why don't you put the phone down for a little bit and let's why don't you try spending more time with him? If I could be there, I would love to just take him fishing. We just go hang out as buddies. And, uh, you know, maybe that's what he needs. He He might need just more mom time because seems like when he was getting home from school, he was just being a pain in the ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? He would be whining and crying and throwing fits and being disobedient, not listening and so forth. Guess what happened? Two days later, from that small conversation, she she actually took my advice, which she, she normally does, but it takes her a bit. And uh, she she called me back and she said, Dad, guess what? I rode my scooter to school. I rode his scooter to school and, and he rode it home and dad, you should have seen his smile on his face. And we did, we threw the football and we did this, we did that. And she said, I actually put the phone down. And so her husband, uh, who is a military pilot, let's just call it that. Um, 
uh, was doing the same thing, basically. And she said it made a world of difference. She said he's obeying. He was um, doing exactly what he was supposed to do, more loving. They were had better time at night on the couch, uh, loving on each other and so forth. And it was making a difference. So my point, when, when you said social media and different things, it, it brought up a premium example of what a small, you know, putting the phone down and in, in living, it, it made a huge difference in their family. And I'm praying that they continue this. Well, I think it's, it's an easy, it's such an easy thing, right. To, to kind of gloss over, right. To use that as an example. And, and, and all of us, I've done that. You, you put in a hard day at work or you do this, that, and the other, and you just kind of want some mind numbing bullshit. Mm -hmm. And you know, your child, your child sees that and tries to get your attention or whatever. Right. And, and it's this weird, like that connection is missing when you're doing that thing, but it's, it's this mental thing where you just want some mind numbing bullshit, but it's, there's choices. And, and it's funny, not funny, haha, but, but funny, peculiar, how very quickly the attitude and the focus changes with just a little bit of real life connection. And, and that's kind of what the whole meaning of, of this discussion today about pre-internet, post-internet and, and social media is, is just that mm -hmm. like we are. And I, when I say we, that's me included, like looking at, I really have struggled over the last two weeks. I've been wanting to just delete all my social media shit, uh, even including for the podcast. Me and, too. and I, I struggle with that because I feel like, you know, with the podcast account, I'm like, well, you know, I want people to know what's going on. But at the end of the day, like I would rather, and here's what I'm going to commit to. I would rather if people listen to this and they find some kind of value or they are entertained or, or whatever that they share it. And that, that is the real measure of if we're providing something that's worth a shit. And if it doesn't get shared, so be it. I enjoy getting together and smoking a cigar <laughs> and, shooting the shit. and talking shit <laughs> and it will continue. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, the, the listener amount, you know, it's great. And we're getting some, we're getting some, like looking at some of the stats, you know, we're getting listeners all the way from Pakistan to Australia to Sweden, yeah, Canada, you know, a lot of places are, are listening. Um, so shout out. What's up, everybody? Thank you. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, that is that is the true measure of growth. Like we could do social media accounts and you might get a lot of hits. But at the end of the day, if we're not providing something that's worth a shit, you'll get a lot of likes, but then you're not actually going to get people that are listening. And, and our goal here is just to talk through shit, to have actual conversations instead of snippets where, you know, you can talk through some of these things because one, you know, social media is easy, super addictive um, because it's just easy. Again, whatever you wake up or whatever you're going to bed and you're thinking you can find. So it's easy. Uh, but, life man mm -hmm. like life is you get one and mm -hmm. and for those of you who are not 40 or older it goes by really fast uh, and as you get older 
it goes faster and faster and faster to the point where now, you know, you think back on life and you're like, oh, it's going to be a whole year away. And now you're like, like, think of it. We're the end of October, Dave, 2022. Oh, it's 2023 mm-hmm. is just a couple months away. And everybody is still really focused and talking about COVID 2020. <laughs> Dude, that's almost three years ago. Yeah. Like, again, lessons learned as, as a society, we should take a lot of lessons from that. But stop fucking living in the past. Mm-hmm. Like we are today. What are we doing to make it better? What? And I think a big part of that is focusing on the real life aspects. Because if we continue down this internet life, what are you going to eat eventually? If everybody just focused on the internet, like, and the farmers didn't actually farm, what are we going to eat? We're going to eat megabytes. Exactly. (laughs) Like that's a good one. Megabytes. yeah, Yeah. You can't, it just doesn't work, man. Life doesn't, digital food yeah. i mean what absolutely is it 3d printed food what what is right. it right exactly well uber so, eats well what happens yeah. if your uber driver or your your food delivery guy just stays on the internet doesn't pick up your food like we have to find that balance and and i think from a i know i know last the last couple of years have taught me a lot and it took holding myself accountable in those aspects when that alarm goes off because I knew, you know, that, that instant gratification of, oh, it's this bed is really <laughs> comfortable and I'm a little sore. Or, oh, I put in a lot of miles yesterday. No, you, you said, I said, I'm going to do these things and I'm going to do it mm-hmm. because that just sets the tone. It's done. Box checked. Uh, win. One in the W column. Um, and then pretty soon, a couple of years later those W's add up and it doesn't have to be a huge thing. Like you don't have to go out and run a hundred miles. You don't even have to run one, to be honest with you. Just something. Yeah. Do 10 pushups. You know, what's crazy is COVID took everybody and shoved it, shoved our society into our homes in, and, and also into this virtual reality. It did. Some folks are still there. I mean, uh, you and I, uh, there's probably millions of others that woke up and said, you know what, we really have to actually leave our home, put our, take our jammies off and actually go and do something and live and, and be a productive person and, you know, provide for our families and so forth. But there's people still living in the 2020 virtual, you know, world and they, they're having a hard time escaping from it. So we're not saying, uh, and I can speak for Matt. We're not saying Facebook is bad or some of the social media within reason. And the same thing with the Internet. I mean, fabulous stuff on there. I mean, information at your tip of your hand, um, you know, the click of your finger, whatever. Um, you know, we we talk about maps and, you know, the Onyx, who owns what property. So I don't know. I don't, you know, trespass or whatever. Oh, there's great. Some, some really fat, phenomenal apps out there. But you know, is this, are we living on that? Are we living in reality? Are we living on this uh, fake world of the internet? Because I'm telling you, there's a lot of fake out there, including, you know, whether it's, you know, sometimes YouTube and some of the information that other people are trying to, you know, push down your throat and what are they trying to sell? You know, cause a lot of that's just selling an idea or a, a value, so to speak. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. Be it's very, very careful. It's again, it's, it's a choice 
and, and it's becoming more and more clear to me as I step more and more away from those things is it's, it's a choice, just like anything, anything is a choice, moderation, uh, balance, you know, those things are a choice. And, and the more focus you put on your online time, the less you're going to find your reality life is thriving. And it's just because you can't have your cake and eat it too. Mm -hmm. And that's an old saying as well. Uh, but it's true. Like you, you're the things you focus on, the things that you make a priority are the things that are going to get better mm -hmm. or you're going to get better at them one way or the other. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, it's weird. So I, I've, and I've really struggled with that social media thing. Cause I've connected with a lot of people, uh, on social media, you know, from a running exercising kind of a mental toughness standpoint, like the internet, a, another great example of the internet, you know, is connecting with people like David Goggins and Jocko Willink and Cameron Haynes. And, you know, there's several others. So, you know, those are just some of the top mental tough badasses that I yeah. like to, that I like to check out. Cause you know what, that's the kind of stuff that reminds me, um, what I need to be doing better. Uh, now do I sit and dwell on it all the time? No. Uh, but you know, that's where I struggle. I'm like, I, you know, I haven't been on it much, you know, I'm still out grinding almost every single day. I, I post a little here and there, mainly just for myself to be like, look, got it done, did this, did that. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm like, why, why am I still posting on this? It's, I'm, it's kind of garbage, man. I've, I'm really, my clarity from stepping away from it is at a point where it's telling me to get rid of it. And, and trusting your gut is one of the best things you can do, I think, as a human being. So I, I really think I, I'm, I'm going to ditch all that shit and get rid of it. And then if I want to follow certain people, uh, I'll just, you know, I know Jocko has a podcast and some other things going on. So I'll keep up with those people in other ways, but I'm going to cut all that out because I want to focus on my reality life because at the end of the day, those are, that's where my loved ones are. That's where the people that I care about are. And that's, that's the real place that you can really have an impact and you can share those things with those folks, your kids, your, your loved ones and make your life better. I think that's the ticket. No, I agree. Um, I'm very excited to see the results of what happens and I will be continually of course praying for her and her family and uh, so forth. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep tabs on that and encouraging her and others you know, to uh, be responsible with, with your phones and your, your internet, because I'm telling you, it's a little, it's a little devil. When it starts grabbing you, you just can't put it down. You got to wake up to it. You got to go to bed with it. Something's not right. And we're losing, we're losing that communication. We're losing that, that, uh, that closeness, that bond that we have as human beings to each other. And this digital stuff really kind of tears that apart. It does. It, it, the two can't exist in a healthy manner together. No, nope. they can't. One takes from the other. Which one do you want to live in? 
I'll tell you which one you're going to die in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that's so true. And mm-hmm. and here's what I will say. How many of those likes, those people that are liking your shit are going to show up to help bury your happy ass? <laughs> None. You know, those family members that you've ignored and not really give a shit about because they're not cool on social media. Well, those are the ones that actually show up and. They won't be showing up, but they'll give you one of those cry face things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here, oh, here's my Love emoji. Care. I'll send Love you a care. Yeah, yeah, dislike. <laughs> Matt died today. Dislike. <laughs> Unfriend. <laughs> That's right. Irrelevant. He hasn't posted in six months. He's so. dead. eating my friend no more. That's right. Unfriended. <laughs> out of his group. So it's just something to think about, man. It's And I think that's a worldwide thing. You know, the world is a, is a great, huge place. And, and again, thankfully for tools like the Internet and things like that, we can stay more connected and see what's going on and maybe help each other more rather than this weird, chaotic nonsense that's happening. But I think a lot of that's just driven from this virtual reality version that we're trying to drag reality into by not living in reality mm-hmm. like what the <laughs> fuck man how does that it just doesn't work and nope. and that's i guess that's where i'm at man i'm with you 100 percent. i'm i'm making a challenge to my family in the same fashion with um you know getting out of the getting out of the phone getting off the web just live you know your your puppies your kids your grandma whatever they None of that is really going to matter to anything ultimately anyway. So, and a lot of it's fake. I'm just telling you, I just, it stuns me on how many, how these filters work and they, oh. they do not present the the real reality of who we are. Hell, I know I'm ugly. I don't, <laughs> I, I try to put these filters on my face and it still doesn't help Matt. So that's just, <laughs> that's just, that's just being truthful. Dude, it's, uh, it's. Yeah. The yeah, filters are crazy. I, I know <laughs> when all the filter thing, like that's fairly new with the whole social media thing. I think within the last, I don't know, five, six years, maybe is that sound, uh, we're, we're probably yeah. way off. At least that's when I kind of noticed it five or six years. And I remember all the people posting pictures I'm like, well, you looking good. You know, you're doing Damn. great. And then I'd see him in real life and I'd walk by him. <laughs> Like, hey, I'm like, holy shit, what happened? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I just saw a picture of you yesterday. Was that like 30 years ago? Oh, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, you don't mean to, but dude, you can. You like, you see these people posting pictures with all these filters and all this shit that you see. And you'll walk right by them in real life because it, oh, they don't look anything like them. My God, I have to. I'm not going to say any names or anything. Yeah, yeah, please I, I, don't. I, I promise you, I won't. But hurt all the feelings in let, here. Let me get to this without saying names. So it's going to take me a little bit to get this out. <laughs> so my friend has uh, his wife's cousin has all these pictures showing on on Facebook. I mean, about every two or three days, there's this shot, and it's like, holy cow! I've seen these pictures, right? Yeah. This woman is beautiful. Yeah, she's tearing it up, man. Oh you exercising, what you, whatever you're doing's working. Wow, you know what I mean. And little and did you know, so <laughs> he was laughing the other day because I was like, "Holy cow!" Um, I saw her at this event, and damn, that's not even the same person. He said one day he got a, a messenger call 
you know, which is basically face to face. And he said he dropped the damn phone. <laughs> he says, what the hell Whoa, is that? You okay? What happened? <laughs> and men do this too. I'm not picking on, on women, but it's just not real. No. You know what I'm saying? And he had, uh, I'm trying to be careful here. He had people showing up to some events just to meet her and they were pissed. Oh, yeah. They were pissed because it's like, nah, that's not, no way. I'm, you, that's not real. You lied, you know. That's it. And that's what it is, mm-hmm. is, is it's a lie. Now, now imagine. So to put, to try to put ourselves in those shoes for a second, right? Imagine that, like the power, the power that it has. So you, you, you upload a photo or whatever. You, you filter and edit the shit out of it to make it look like whatever it is you, you're, you're thinking you should look like you send it out. You get a bunch of whatever's likes, loves, likes, loves. Oh, moo, hot, black so comments. beautiful. Hey. Well, in reality, that's not it. So, so then you become your life slowly gets pulled into that online stuff. And then you hide out because that's not you. Yeah. You, you can't quit. It's not you got yeah. this portrayal that you have to keep up. Right. It's this facade that here you are, you know, you're putting on this mask essentially. And like, what are you? So, so I, I try to understand like what drives people to do that. And it's it, one, it's, it's attention, right? It's attention seeking. So like it, it, at a base level, if you're wanting to be wanted, liked, loved, feeling part of like, why wouldn't you focus on your reality and build your reality into that rather than this online fake thing that doesn't exist? Like you, so, so put in the the work, figure out a plan, like build relationships with people that actually care for you. If that's what you're seeking men and women, Oh yeah, everybody. I'm yeah. not. I'm, this isn't. Oh yes. This isn't one no, or the other. We're not bashing in any particular no, gender here. No, this is uh, everybody that that does this, and and there's just as many examples of one gender as the other, uh, and and all the other pretend genders <laughs> that are in there. Um, but it's a it's weird, man. I don't get it. Again, that's that's the the mental. I think that's the mental. I almost want to call it disorder that that this digital age is dragging us into the more you put into it, the more you lose touch with this reality and, and reality is, I mean, that's, I can't even believe we had to say this. Like reality is where it all really happens. It kind of is like, man. Holy hell, man. That's what brings us together sitting in chairs yeah. with microphones and actually, bullshitting together and and having a bullshit session (laughs) it's it's just crazy man i think uh so you know for those that haven't that weren't around to experience life before these things um you know please know that you know life was a lot simpler but it was a lot harder in those aspects it was way harder in a lot of aspects but at the end of the day like we can't rewind the clock we can't go back so this is our world and i i'm asking for everybody to just take a good look at yourselves and if your real reality life 
you feel like isn't where you want it to be, disconnect from online. Give yourself six months. Six months and focus on your life life. And it's going to get better. Absolutely. You know, when hands down, when you start looking at yourself on who you really are. Yeah. You know, here's, here's a case in point for me, even it's like, God, I look like a doofus there in that picture and damn it. So is that picture too? Guess what? That's a picture of me. That really is me. So I am ugly and I am a doofus, but it's real. And sometimes we have to face it. You know, reality is a lot harder to look at than than this virtual painted world of success and beauty and all that stuff. We all ugly in some way. So, yeah. And, and live, just live. Yeah. Life's going to happen at bad yeah. camera angles. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> bad lighting, bad camera. Oh, I look like I got a double chin. <laughs> Holy shit. I got a double got chin. A- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need a filter. For, no, oh, no, you need a filter over that mouth to keep that yeah. from happening. I'm like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and again, that's that's you have yeah. to look yourself. I have to look myself yep. in the mirror. Be real. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Be real yourself first. Yeah, yeah. Start there, mm-hmm. like, and that's and that's the journey. You know, to undertake that journey, one, you know, it it takes it takes an amount of you have, you have to be fairly brave, like uh, not fairly. You have to be brave enough to look yourself in the mirror and call out the bullshit. And that, that takes some, that takes some practice. Uh, all of us want to look in the mirror and be like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. But the, none of us are. No. Uh, so, so to look mm-hmm. at that and then to put in the work and the time and the effort and, and pretty soon, you know, once, once you've put in the time and the work and you're making those changes, what you're going to find is no one can take them away. They're yours. And no matter what, you know, there's going to be naysayers. There's going to be support. There's going to be this, that, and the other. It's still yours. No amount of kudos and no amount of bullshit can take it away. It's okay. We're meant to change. We are meant to change. And I don't care if for the last 10 years, you've done nothing but online craziness and your life is a wreck. I guarantee you, you have the ability to make that change and to make it happen. You just have to start. Yep. It's like we've talked about in previous podcasts is just actually standing up and making it happen. You know, how we pointed out to David Goggins and so forth. Yeah. And um, making those changes is definitely really hard, but it's doable. It's absolutely doable. And there's examples of people. Uh, you know, perspective is a weird thing. I was thinking about this is, so this is what I think about when I'm out on my runs. And I was thinking about perspective this morning as I was out running and in the cold and not laying in my bed, (laughs) staying warm. And I was thinking about perspective, you know, perspective is weird and perspective can be taken. Um, there, there's a a good, there's a, a healthy balance on perspective. Right. And to me, I always want to fall into this perspective. Like so many people have it much worse than me. Stop being a complainer. And, and that's, that can be a good motivational perspective to hold. However, you also have to look at your life and go, I, I have a pretty good life. 
Like these are the things that I'm doing well. Now you can't live in that perspective either because without work and sacrifice, those good things really just don't happen. They so, sure don't. so there's a healthy balance to everything we do, even perspective. And I was thinking about that while I was running, you know, so I'm like, I take off running and, you know, and, and there are days where I want to challenge myself more and days where I, I, I don't. And the days where I don't want to challenge myself more are the days where I go into that place where I'm like, there are people out there that are, you know, they have health issues and they can't be out here running and you're happy ass can, you have no issues. You have no excuses that are worth a shit and you're ready to give it up. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Two more miles. Bullshit. Five more miles. <laughs> and and I go to that weird spot, but then I'm like, dude, you, you kind of have to have a balance there. And that's probably going to make me sound weird. But again, it's okay to look and we go, you know what? I have a pretty good life also, but that perspective of, you know, what could be worse. And I oh, don't buddy. have a lot to complain about. There's, there's a good way to use both of those. You know, I use the gym as an example for that because, you know, in my previous years, um, it was all about getting in there and, you know, getting strong and, and putting muscle on and so forth. And, uh, you know, but damn it, the guy next to me is benching another 50 pounds more than I am. And this sucks. And, you know, I'm not doing very well, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? I, I, it took me a while to learn that it was a privilege to be able to even go into a gym. Right. If you've had an injury and you miss that time, you don't feel good. Uh, you, you're grumpy. You're, you're feeling lazy. You're just, you're just not who you really want to be. And, uh, it's a privilege to be able to go into a gym and actually have a workout, whether you're stronger than somebody else or not, even if you're weaker, you're at the gym. And that's a privilege because there's a lot of people can't even make it out of their homes because they're, you know, disease ridden or just incapable or they've got injuries and so forth. But if you've ever been injured and, and you've felt that wonderful euphoria of being in a gym and being able to exercise and be healthy versus not, it's a privilege. Oh, it is. And, and, and the, the choice is yours. That's the privilege. So you walk through the door, just, just, just walking through the door, just putting on the shoes is, is the privilege. And that's where the mindset change happens. Mm -hmm. Cause once you go, once you're there, once you're started, you're gonna do what you need to do. And isn't it funny how it seems like, you know, and I've had a couple I've had a couple, I've had quite a few little injuries and some not so little. Um, but again, it's, it's funny how, when you start losing that perspective on you do hurt yourself because you're not focused on what really matters. And then life comes along and humbles you down a little bit and you're like, Oh, I just want to get back into it. And then you get back into it. And a few months later, you're like, Oh, I got to, I got to get back to like, no, dude, (laughs) (laughs) just go that's me oh that's me that's me too (laughs) and and that's and that's not you know there's a healthy balance it's healthy to want to challenge yourself and to want to achieve your goals but if you're too aggressive and and you're not smart about it you're going to hurt yourself and then you got to start over and then you're missing and then it's and then you fall into the other cycle where it's i just want to drink beer and eat cookies (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong with that 
Well, nothing once in a while, you know, but that's my problem. I can't do the beer drinking once in a while. It's that little switch goes off. <laughs> and that's where the mirror happens. Mm-hmm. Like, no, asshole. Yep. You can't drink just one. It just doesn't work for you. Stop. Well, so. that's that's all part of reality that we're talking about is just being real with yourself, uh, getting up, moving. Put the phone down. You know, I mean, honestly, pay attention to your kids, your family. It's going to make a difference in your world. It's it's already my daughter in, heck, the last four or five days. It was amazing on how and, and it opened her eyes on how her life really changed. It's huge, man. And that's that's amazing. And again, that perspective, because. You know, missing out on those days is is there's not that many of those days. So it's every day be present. Like that's another thing that, you know, reading has taught me over the last couple of years is, is just be present, being present, like right here, right now, today to sit in here and to talk a little shit and to have a little fun, dude, be present. What a blessing. So Amen. that's where I'm at, Dave. Oh, you well. know, and I did look up, I think, uh, so internet stat, so here I'll, I'll utilize this tool, this at my fingertips tool. And this was kind of interesting. And then, uh, and then we can kick it off, man. I, so the internet idea kind of started in 1974. It became widely available. Actually, some of these go back to the 1960s, uh, but it came, you know, kind of widely available in 1992. Um, the birth date of the internet is widely considered to be January 1, 1983. So 1983 is when the internet birth date kind of started. Um, so, you know, as a society, it's, it's not been that long. Uh, we're coming up on what, 40 years of having the internet and you can tell, you can tell that the internet, if you look on the internet, you can find the most pristine, beautiful, whatever. But then when you look in your neighborhood, you don't see a lot of that unless you get out and make it better. So it's so what's that, man. Make it better. All being said, Davo, any last words? Nope. I think that was it. All right. Well, another episode again, shout out to everybody. Give us a like. Click thanks it. for listening. Listening. Yeah. If you like it, share the show. I'm going to ditch all the social media shit and it's just going to be the show's going to grow or it's not either way. <laughs> we're going to talk shit. Amen. So that being said, American Dudeocracy. Thanks, everyone. Peace out.